0: This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Poly Cupcakes.
1: Hello. <clears throat> I'm uh, excited to be here talking. We've got some hockey news that isn't the Stanley Cup. So that's exciting. While some of the news is depressing for Caps Nation, it's something to talk about nonetheless.
0: Absolutely, Caps Sense, We've got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about the Seattle Kraken. I don't know if you've ever heard of these guys, but uh, they just made their picks. Um, and you know, if you're feeling some pain, we're here. There, we're right here with you. Um, <clears throat> we'll also be talking about some trades that is ha- that have happened over the over the. Last few days after a free agency has opened across the league. Tune in on Thursday and we'll be talking about you know the, the Caps draft and the draft in general along with you know what we think of it. But first I have to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. It's not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top rated sportsbook. Speaking of America, our top athletes are over in Tokyo competing for the gold. And DraftKings has a medal worthy offer just for my listeners, or our listeners I should say. Place even better. Yeah, even better. Place our event or pr- place any pre event wager of one dollar to be eligible to cash one hundred dollars in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's one hundred to one odds in an Amer on an American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. One hundred to one odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often, so sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now and get in on all the action. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if an American wins a medal. That's code THPN to turn $1 into $100 in free credits, for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, Called 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana call, 1-800-9-DEAL-WITH-IT. Again, that is DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code THPN and thank us later. Thank us later. Well, Polly, I think we should get right into it. You want to pop some tabs?
1: Yeah. One, two, three. Well, just to piggyback off of that before yeah. we talk hockey, right? Um, if you're watching the video, you can see I have my Charlie Conway Junior. Goodwill Games USA jersey on. Classic. Uh, thanks, Scooter, for the birthday gift. Um,
0: Shout out, goalie.
1: Yeah, buddy. Um, the obviously, I'm wearing this because the Olympics are happening right now, yeah. and I was thinking during that draft or that DraftKings read. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put money on USA basketball to win gold after how they played today. Uh, they got beat by France. They they probably me- it's actually their first Olympic loss I think since 04.
0: Wow, I didn't know basketball was an Olympic game. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think it was a real sport.
1: The Dream Team, you know, you never heard of that. <laughs> um, but
0: all right, I had to throw shade when you yeah, whenever yeah, anybody like. Talks about basketball. I gotta, I gotta talk shit.
1: Yeah. Well, so so far, I've been watching. I watched some basketball, handball. Love handball. That's cool. Uh, some water polo, beach <laughs> and indoor volleyball.
0: Dude, love the volley. Love the volleyball. Yeah. Um, you know, and not for perverted reasons on the beach volleyball side. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I just find that the one of the more exciting like. Yeah. Uh, sports to watch I've been watching
1: men and women's of both sports indoor mm-hmm. and outdoor um, I think it was team USA playing France and this dude for France was rocketing spikes <laughs> it, it was it looked like he was throwing a football
0: dude when when does it end it's like three weeks I
1: think it's a three week yeah it was yeah. like August 23rd or something
0: Wow I mean uh, I know that the Japanese are not pumped about it. Uh, I know yeah, that some of them have riots. been. Yeah, or, rioting, um, protesting, not, not rioting, yeah. protesting. Um, and and the worst part is that they um, that like none of the athletes have a crowd.
1: Yeah, I saw. So I was watching skateboarding, and there were actually some people there. Yeah, um, I don't know what allowed that.
0: Well, I, I think that's just like. TV crew, because, you know, they have to, like, man that crazy camera that they have, and announcers, and I mean, they have, they have and probably athletes' families, but speaking of skateboarding, how fucking nuts, I tweeted about it, like, skateboarding, I'm watching skateboarding, the Olympic sport, imagine yeah. that, you know, shout out Scott Louveson, my buddy uh, from from the uh, DMV area that we went to high school together, I remember him telling me crazy stories about when he would go to the downtown dc uh freedom plaza uh you know hopefully i'm not blowing them up but now that's where he goes but he used to uh go out there and skate and like ha- he'd have to run from the cops <laughs> literally every weekend it seemed uh or security or something and it's just uh interesting to see like i wonder how many of these athletes got you know harassed by cops and now like you know my sports an olympic sport
1: yeah all you the know, all the old heads Yeah, thirty and older, right? Those the kids in skateboarding they they're kids. They look so young. Oh, I know
0: they're like twenty three.
1: Kid from Tokyo or a kid from Japan. I think he won the gold today.
0: No shit. Yeah, in like freestyle or something or pipeline.
1: Uh, well, they were grinding. So yeah, pipeline. They were going down like railings on steps
0: in like a wide open park. Yeah, that's probably freestyle. Well,
1: the like the entire event was just one grind, one trick one oh grind. so
0: i guess they aren't even doing a pipeline that's my bat that's uh i figured that that would kind of be something that they would do that was like old x-, x games shit uh if you're into tiktok um but yeah the olympics is
1: always definitely a less american version of every sport like boxing it's a perfect example yeah olympic boxing is so different oh yeah professional boxing
0: right right um Interesting stuff, man. I mean, the world we're living in today is awesome, right? It's crazy stuff. It but uh, I guess we should kind of get into actual hockey talk, because this is a hockey podcast, or so they tell me. Uh, <laughs> dude, the Kraken roster is overwhelming yet underwhelming. I mean, overwhelming for Caps fans. Night. I told you, nightmare situation will just start off with the with the goaltending, because I think that, you know, you got to build from the net out, yeah. and I think that they took some really good uh, picks here. They went for VTech, which, you know, god damn it. Again, like I but said... why wouldn't you? I, for I,
1: what he's done in that cap hit, um, honestly, I think they were going to take a Capitals goaltender no matter what. They're mm-hmm. both under a million. Um, and the fact that Simsonov was an RFA may have deterred them a little bit. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it was really a no-brainer to take VTEC.
0: I, but I had thought that we had – I thought that the, the Caps had just made a defenseman just so appetizing to be snapped up. I thought they did a good job. Like, I thought that they protected the right people. I, I think they did. I mean, you know, like – I said in the, on Thursday's episode, or or you know maybe it was last week's Monday's episode, uh, that they did a good job of identifying a Jensen-like player in TVR, and uh, you know they're going to let Brendan Dillon Dylan go out there, and I mean I think he would have been a great addition to a, a fledgling team. Yeah, but I think it's clear that this crack the Kraken did what I did in my shitty draft, and that was. Pick for, pick for, pick for picks basically. Pick for longevity because they knew they weren't going to be able to fleece people like Vegas were, was. Right. And I also called that. I thought that that it'd be interesting to see uh, what any any sort of back channel deals and not many have surfaced yet. But I think that they had they had a while to announce it. So I haven't heard of anything crazy with Seattle. Uh, and I I just I thought that the Caps did a really good job of just. Hey, take a defensive.
1: Yeah. I think <clears throat> this is a situation where um, the Caps kind of had an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Because no matter what we were going to do, we were going to lose a good goaltender at a good value. Um, and as, as a team who could have used the cap space, it really sucks they didn't take someone who was like $2 million,
0: Right. Right. Like Dylan. Yeah, I and mean, he's at four, right? Or Schultz? Yeah, you know, those, those I mean, would have
1: been good guys to lose.
0: Right. So I think that you know the Kraken are really, really looking for value for a cash-strapped league yeah. right now because they literally hold so many decent players, good players, for the price that they're getting paid, and at you know, or or like a young player, and they're and all of their the rosters. Super young, um, you know. I, I see like a handful of people, like Giordano and maybe uh, Yarn Kroc and Don Skoy, that maybe like are in opening night. But I think that you know, free agency is going to see them on the market active. You know, they have
1: thirty million dollars in cap space.
0: Dude, are they even at the at the ceiling? Or, or at, at the, the floor? F- no, they have 50000000 no, million. They're not even...
1: 64 was the floor?
0: Yeah, they're not even at the floor.
1: Yeah, they're definitely going to be making some big moves. Oh, yeah.
0: And that's... I think... And I think that's a wise decision. I really do. I mean, I think... Yeah,
1: they, they couldn't even roster all these guys anyway.
0: Right. Exactly. Right. So, get value and try to, like, pump it up. Maybe take a run at, like, some true veterans or some, you know... Jack high... Eichel. Yeah, like Jack Eichel. You know, who knows? Who the hell knows? Um so so I don't know take take us through this man like what are we going to go let's go let's can we start with the goalies cuz I know they took uh uh Dreiger, Dreiger and VTech and then some other like goalie that I've never heard of right
1: Um yeah I'm looking at this list I'm trying to figure out who it is
0: <laughs> Um well okay so it, it seem if if they were to field a team to, today it'd be VTech Starting and, and drag or backing up, right? And it's like so. a two headed monster.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, and so, you know, we'll just go by division because um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this graphic. Because that that's uh, how our
0: graphic is set up in the yeah. outline. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll shout out,
1: anyway. shot sweethearts yeah. for the graphic. <laughs> um, so I believe the first overall pick, because they went alphabetically, right? Or no, they didn't. Well, I don't know. I didn't watch the draft. Because of all of those leaks. We can get into that later. Right. Um, that that could be a segment on a podcast, really. Um, but Tyler Pitlick from Arizona, mm-hmm. I believe yeah. he was the first overall pick. Oh, um, wow. Spoiler alert, they have traded him um, to... Where did I move it to? Calgary in to exchange Calgary.
0: for a fourth rounder in yeah. the 2022.
1: Yeah, so... They oh I, I scrolled right past it yeah so yeah they've already made their first pick um and then they quick picked John Quenville from Chicago is he related to Coach Q I
0: don't know I'd have to think so
1: yeah um Jonas Donskoy from the Avalanche I think that's one of their best value picks they're gonna keep him but he would also be a very good trade because. Yeah. I mean, he's got so much promise.
0: Dude, I, I can't see anybody making over... I mean, well, none of these guys are making over $4 million aside from, like, Giordano, um, maybe McC- uh, Gord, McCon. maybe. Uh, I mean, they have so much flexibility right now, right? I mean, they nobody's getting paid anything, and they're basically going to try to pull a Vegas by bending all of the whole... the, the entirety of the NHL over... And saying, like, you need relief. We need to get something good in return. So, high draft pick or an NHL proven talent.
1: Yeah. Um, so, Giordano's at 6.75. Right. And then, no one's, everyone else is below six. Yeah. There's a couple in the fives. Okay. So,
0: but only a couple. Yeah. Like Eberle, probably, he's up there.
1: Yeah, um, I think Alexiak was one of them. Okay. No, he's at 4.6. But uh, Eberly, Yanni Gord. Right.
0: So, well, okay, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But Minnesota, they took uh, Sose. Uh, Nashville, they took Yarncroc. St. Louis, they took Vince Dunn. And then uh, Winnipeg, they got Appleton, a guy who I don't really know about a lot about. No.
1: Jamie Alexiak from Dallas. I don't know if we... We said him. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's another good pick. I think he's someone that they are probably expecting to jump in and be one of their main guys.
0: Yeah, and you may remember Alexiak from getting, you know, fed knuckle sandwiches by Tom Wilson. Yeah. Well, when anyway, he was with the Penguins. Um, the Pacific Division, though, Hayden Fleury, like that kid, uh, Mark Giordano, Adam Larson, uh, L.A. gave up Curtis. McDermid. I think that's a guy with uh, who's young with some promise. San Jose, Alexander True, and then Vancouver, Cole Lind. Again, I mean, those got to be for sale pieces.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, they have to be. I haven't heard of those guys.
0: Right. Um, from the Atlantic, uh, I figured they were going to take Lazan from Boston. Buffalo gave up Borgen, who's a... Pretty good prospect, I'm sure. Uh, at least highly drafted because it's Buffalo. Detroit uh, gave up Chalawaski. Florida Dragger, as we've covered. Montreal gave up Kale Fleury
1: brother of Hayden.
0: Yeah, so lots of lots of brothers brothership going on. Could this be
1: the the next version of the the Stall uh, brothers? No. Uh, Who's in H- Vancouver? Hughes. Sedin.
0: Oh, the H- Sedin's. Why are they twins?
1: No, but they're brothers, and they're right across the border from Vancouver.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> Ottawa got gave up Joey Decord, Tampa Bay Yanni Gord. I mean, that guy's a stud. Yeah. And Toronto, Jared McConn, another young, uh, promising player. The Metro uh, in Carolina, Morgan Geeky, who has had some pretty good seasons. I think that he's got a lot of potential. And Columbus gave up. Bayreuther, no idea who that guy is, Nathan Bastion from New Jersey, Jordan Eberle, Colin Blackwell from New York, uh, Twarinsky Tawar- from Philly, and Tanev from Pittsburgh. I mean, you know, fucking Pittsburgh gets away with so much shit, and here, here's another fucking case, I'm just... Here to grind an axe, honestly.
1: I don't know, man. I think Tanev is a very valuable piece.
0: I think that's a player that stays on that team.
1: Yeah, I do. I, you know, when I look at this list, you know the the guys who really stand out to me: Giordano, yeah. Scoy, mm-hmm. Tanev, um, Yanni Gord, and Alexiak. I think those guys, if they're not moved, are going to be the ones who really come in and make an impact.
0: I'll add three more. McCann, Eberle, and Yarncrock. I think that they yeah. they may be ones that stay, too. But everybody else, up for sale. And I don't know what goalies, you know, what they're going to do with their goaltending situation. I think that they stay, too. I You know, finding a proven NHL goalie is tough. And they're taking a bit of a dice roll on Vitek and, and Drager here.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if maybe they go after... Henrik Lundqvist if they go after Brayton Holtby, you know, right. maybe bring Get a vet. in a veteran yeah. to have that flurry
0: effect. Right. Um, especially was that I said who knows. Yeah. And but here's the thing, people both of here I, and here's what I think, why I think that that Seattle took these two because VTech has been toiling away dominant in the AHL. Dreiger has somewhat come out of nowhere, but he's also an older goalie. Like you know, when I say older, the like twenty five, yeah, yeah. mid twenties, yeah. right? So it, it, it is very interesting to see, and I think that that if anything, Seattle's probably pretty set on their one and two goaltending situation. Everybody else, though, I feel like is on the table. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think the only the only way they're moving the goalies is if they get a really nice offer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and but you look at them and say like, okay, so we talked about this on the podcast and why the Capitals had so much success in their cap management, even paying you know the blockbuster deals to Ovechkin, you know decent money to Backstrom, you know Kuznetsov, Carlson. You know we can name the fat contracts that have been handed out in the past couple of years. What saves them cap, and I tout this all the time, is their they keep their goaltending tandem under like six million. Yeah, so you know <laughs> this year it was under two. Right, exactly, and if you think about it, it was going to be under four with Samsonov and Lundqvist at one and a half. Yeah, so and then
1: Anderson bringing him up, he was under a million, I think.
0: Right, so you know, I think that that's. A good, I, I mean, that's that's definitely one of the one of the better strategies. I feel in in hockey and the NHL, especially, is that you ha- you can't pay your goalies too much. Uh, it's it's a gamble because they're fickle and and to get, you know, there's only like a handful of goalies in the league that will give you Vesna, uh, performances night in night out every year.
1: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think a dominant, consistent goalie is invaluable, but it's so hard
0: to find. Right, exactly. Uh, so you know, let's just dive into the whole V Tech thing, and, and just for for our for the Caps fans out there, you know, let's just pour one out for our boy V Tech here. I'm just going to drink, but yeah, I'll drink. I mean, God damn it. He, you protected VTech in your mock draft and I put a poll out there and I was like, Well if if they expose Samsonov, does he still get taken? And part of me says no. Because of the drama.
1: Yeah. There's <clears throat> there's drama. He's an RFA. I think VTech is locked in a little longer. Yeah. Um I think it was safer or... Er, they were less likely to take Samson off for sure really yeah i think so
0: but they still probably ended up end up taking him
1: they they may have but right. i think they would have maybe thought about hesitated it
0: longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> given the given the the check both ways on that one yeah, crossing I mean, the street i
1: think the the only thing in my mind that leaves me to believe that they were going to take the one we didn't protect, no matter what, is because they're both under a million.
0: Right, and good. Yeah, um, yeah. I just uh, that was a that was a gut shot. I was I was pretty upset when I heard the leak, and I guess we can talk about that now. Dude, why did the NH? Why did they let who's it? Friedman.
1: He he had most of them. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't. I, I would love to see the numbers on on who actually tuned into that. Draft. I mean, I did because we were doing the live, but on the Hockey Podcast Network, by the way. But um, I don't.
1: Whose Twitter feed can they find that on? Uh, was, was it
0: the Hockey by Podcast Nia? Network. Yeah, at th at oh. at the, at Hockey Pod Net.
1: Yeah, so it'd be on YouTube.
0: Yeah, and YouTube, but I uh, for. Like I said, it's a gamble, I think, still, for these two goalies for the Kraken. You'd much rather... I mean, with Vegas, they got a goalie who... A starting goalie who had a decade under his belt and success, right? True. With the Kraken, they have no fucking idea. I mean, these two could be busts. They are older... And they have been toiling away in the minor leagues and kind of been like the ace in the hole for a lot of these teams, like this kind of like shielded, protected guy that nobody knew about. But they both had, uh, Dreiger and uh, uh, Vanacek, both had really good seasons last year. Yeah. So, I mean, do you really want to bet a franchise on it? I guess they do. And, I mean, knowing Vitek on our end, I would have as well, but... I'd have more faith building on Vitek. Oh yeah. No doubt. Yeah. He played more games. I mean, he carried the caps.
1: He did. So I mean, yeah, Ovechkin had a rough year. Mhm. Kuznetsov had a rough year. I mean, right. really the only players who were consistent or above their their station or their their normal averages were Oshie, and Backstrom. I right. mean, some of the the bottom six, I think had better seasons than in the past, um, but uh, not
0: it, not pick worthy,
1: right? In right. the the studs, Ovechkin, Carlson, Kuzi, those guys had a rough season, and Vitek was there to hold the team together through it all.
0: Yeah, and I could see the Kraken passing on Schultz because he was a band aid and has been, and then you know he's a little older. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a super interesting strategy because the Seattle Kraken are ready to make deals. They have to be the number one seller uh, in all of it. And I, you know, bef- in in the Vegas draft, it was like, don't, we'll give you this to not take it, yeah, but take this person. But now it might be like, hey, this, another team, you know, we have them already. <laughs> what are you going to give us to get them back? Or what are you going to give us What other team is going to give us something? Yeah. And they could have a power... I mean, imagine if they land, like, Eichel.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say. I think they're going to target teams like... So you've got Buffalo, Mm -hmm. who has a star with a big contract, who wants out. Right. And then you've got, like, Washington, who's got cap trouble. Right. So I think they're going to target those types of teams. I wouldn't be surprised if Eichel goes to Seattle... And if maybe Kuznetsov goes to Seattle in a trade.
0: Could be. Um I would just hope that that McClellan gets a couple young assets back. Uh the thing is, is that the capitals are in a situation where they don't have they're in win now mode. They have no flexibility yeah. really. So if you if your center doesn't score seventy points We don't even want to talk to him. I mean, maybe like a... You know who would fit in? (laughs) You know who would fit in really well with the cap system, I think, is Yanni Gord.
1: Yeah, but how much money would we really save? A couple mil?
0: Well, you know...
1: He's in the fives.
0: Yeah, but that's less than Kuznetsov. Yeah. And could slot in. True. Could slot in. And if he if he shits the bed, Lars Eller could play second 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 line center. What do you
1: think? Kuznetsov in a first round pick for Yana Gord?
0: What? No. There there's no way Kuznetsov would net that. I'd say Kuz, I would say like a late rounder. No. It might even just be one for one. Is yeah. Gord is a center, correct?
1: Um I think so, but I think Seattle would Prey on the fact that the Caps need to move cap space, right?
0: But yeah, Yeah, well, he he plays all three positions, right? I I bet he could play. I bet Yanni Gord could play center for for the Caps. Oh
1: yeah,
0: I I, and maybe even second line. You would get a different player, but he'd be more defensively responsible. I feel.
1: Having the ability to interchange Eller and Gord that'd be nice.
0: It would leave a lot of it would leave a lot of options open, and Gord is, from what I know about him, pretty uh, uh, durable. Yeah. So interesting, interesting stuff. Who knows? Who knows what happens? I do know that the the signs are on the wall here that the Capitals have not moved on or moved Kuznetsov because the asking price is somewhat high it's got to be yeah i mean the, or we would have had a deal already you know yeah. so we'll see how free and see uh, how how this shit show fucking unfolds but uh let's move on Sorry, VTech, we will miss you for sure 100% um, what do you got here what's next on league news we'll <clears> move <throat> we'll move into the like a broader league outside of the seattle cracking draft
1: So last Monday, Luke Prokop. Prokop? Prokop. He made history. He is the first professional hockey player under contract to come out as gay. Interesting. Um, This is coming off of a recent first NFL player, Carl Nassib. Um, Right. So, you know, maybe that had a positive impact on him, but. You know, it's it's good to see that he's comfortable, you know, in this, you know, maybe 10 years into, hockey is for everyone. Right. Um, you know, it's co- it's good that he's comfortable coming out and telling people who he is. Um, who does he play for? So, he's under contract with the Predators. Uh, DB has him in the WHL the last four years for the Calgary Hitmen. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, and he's got 41 points in that time. So he's, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised
0: if he'll
1: at least end up in the AHL.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. You would think. Um, All right. Well, good for him, man. Good stuff. Kale McCarr signed a a six-year, $54 million contract that's 11% of the cap.
1: It's crazy when you put it in that perspective, right? Yeah. 20 guys on the roster, you have to be able to insert the the subs when someone's hurt. This guy, you know, when you know say say or uh, you have to account for the scratches come into the game and stuff. So right. the fact that one guy is 11% of the cap, it really makes me question some of these guys asking for the money they ask for and you think about if you're a guy on the team, like obviously Kale McCarr deserves this kind of money. I'm not saying Nine he,
0: million a year.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't. Okay. But think about you're this guy's teammate and he doesn't have an equal on the Avalanche. Right. But in a year or two, say you have a Kale McCar season and you're making one point five. And you may not hold a grudge towards him Right. But then it just snows ball snowballs and that's why we get into all these issues of guys asking for more money because they see what other guys are making, they have similar success and then you know the wheel just keeps turning.
0: To your point, Landeskog, their captain is still not signed.
1: Yeah, it looks like
0: he's he's won
1: 8 or 9, okay. which is fair for what he's done. Right. But their roster is so stacked. I think they just signed Rantanen and he's making big money. Right. McKinnon's going to be up for a new contract soon. And
0: well, here's the thing about Landis Gog, though, is that I heard that the the hang up is term. It's not the money because I think the Landis Gog's easily worth eight. The dude's yeah. the dude's a Kuznetsov. I mean, numbers-wise, he's pretty comparable to Kuznetsov and and unlike Kuznetsov, he's the captain and will drop the gloves and beat somebody's face and or at least give a good go at it. You know, good dirty Swede. You gotta love it.
1: Yeah, I think I said uh, on one podcast that I think Tom Wilson is the most valuable guy in the league, and Landeskog was two or three.
0: Yeah, because I mean, of
1: his well-rounded game.
0: Right, and I would agree with that. I, I think that you know the big thing is that Sakic, the madman, doesn't want. Um, and and from, you know, what Teladav's is, is podcast on the hockey podcast network, talking to him, they want uh the the big thing is that he wants term. He wants eight million. And, yeah. you know, he, you're gonna get four or five of those years at best or his prime, but you know, when he's like in his early thirties, what's gonna happen? Is can he keep up?
1: Yeah, so you got ranting in nine point two five for four more years. Right. McKinnon, 6.3 for two more years. Right. He's still going to pull a $9 million contract.
0: Skating on his ass.
1: Two years from now. Oh,
0: yeah. McKinnon? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a tough situation. Uh, You know, the avalanche left him exposed in the draft, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah. So, I think things have really deteriorated there in Colorado. I don't know. But, I mean... You have to think like Landeskog has to be able to, you know, he's got to be, he's got to be that guy. I mean, he, he's a piece. He's a valuable piece of that team. Who are you going to plug that hole with? I don't know. A, se- a seventy or eighty uh, point. I mean, you know, possibly eighty point person. Who are you going to plug that hole with? That'd be tough. On free agency, you know, you're paying premiums there.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't. <clears throat> I don't really have many guys that come to mind, especially that are available, that could plug that hole. Right, right.
0: Well, Mark Stahl, 34 years old, agreed to a one-year contract to remain with the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday. Financial terms are not disclosed. I'm guessing that's probably a pretty low cap hit. Yeah. Good for Mark Stahl. Had a good career. Keeping it going. Zach Hyman it's will crazy. not... It's crazy
1: he's hold. only 34.
0: You think? It feels like he's been here for forever. That's true. He's, you know, it was the Staal Ovechkin uh, New York Islander, or New York Rangers uh, playoff matchups were epic. Uh,
1: I, I'm 29 years old, right? And I remember this guy playing when I was in high school. Right. Oh, That's a long fucking time.
0: Speaking of 29, you just turned 29. Happy birthday, Polly.
1: Thank you, hockey troll.
0: <laughs> I got you nothing. I got you nothing. That's okay. Yeah, you're you're 29 years old. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Zach Hyman will not be resigned by Toronto, as per their GM. Interesting. I mean, is that Dubis still? Jesus Christ, what is Toronto doing? I, I that's mean, a they, good question. They they just <sighs> okay. Apparently, that's the guy, Zach Hyman. That's the guy that they're they're not going to bring back because he's not doing what they want or whatever. Uh, so there it is. Um, Yannick Reb- Weber retired uh, Tuesday. 499 games, 13 seasons with Montreal, uh, Vancouver, Nashville, and Pittsburgh. Good career, I'd say.
1: Yeah, and you know, it's always weird when you've got people with the same last names yeah. on the same team. And I saw Weber, Nashville retires. I was like, what? <laughs> he hasn't been there for years. Right, right. Um,. And I think I may have accidentally put this into the wrong part of the outline. Uh, Shea Weber is mm-hmm. not playing this year.
0: He's not? He's already. He's come out and decided that? Mal-
1: due to multiple injuries. And their GM was saying he may not return at all.
0: You know, that's that was conjecture from the moment that the season ended and even before is, you know, what's Weber got left in the tank. I think he played his heart out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, you know, he's been an incredible leader for Montreal. You know, I think that he really just like hit stride going into Montreal. You know, that, that the PK for Weber straight up trade happened and he came in and became a absolute leader on that team. He has the C, correct? Yeah. Yeah. In Montreal, uh, and you know, I mean, we've talked with Carl Alsner and he was like, "Dude, yeah, Weber." When when we first went over, and this was the kind of a side conversation because we were talking about how Carl's like vegan now. Uh, but uh, he's like, "Yeah, I mean, we went to his house. He had like a big like a big, you know, team gathering, and invited everybody's family and everything, and had like a huge cookout, and it was just like." Tons of meat, <laughs> which was it, tons of ribs and stuff. Uh, and they and, were
1: they were uh, new vegans at this time, weren't
0: they? Yeah, yeah. And, and Carl was like, "Holy shit!" And he looked at his, he said he looked at his wife and said, "Like, what the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we doing? What do we leave? Like, do we just, you know, uh, you know?" Side note: Apparently, jackfruit
1: tastes like bacon, and that is a, something that helps people transition to vegan lifestyle.
0: So, note, do not eat jackfruit or get sucked into the veganism. I,
1: I can't get past the thought of, like, something tasting like bacon that isn't bacon. That'd be (laughs) weird, right?
0: Dude, there's so many, like, products out there that aren't really bacon that taste like bacon, though.
1: I know that, but, like, you mean something natural. Yeah, like, at least, like, on those meat sticks and stuff, like, you at least, feel like it's meat <laughs> or like bacon flavored chips I guess but yeah the fact that a fruit tastes like bacon like why did nature do this
0: we got to hit up Carl and ask him yeah. and say like you ever had jackfruit dude yeah and then grill him more on his uh his veganism you know i think it i think that you know he it it has been on my mind like man should i change my diet i know you're a big dietic guy
1: yeah i mean I can't tell you how many times I've tried to change my lifestyle, but I don't.
0: <laughs> I think you kind of gotta really want to, really want to. But well, hey, on my birthday, you know, hey, Carl Osner played a, a NHL seasons uh, with as a vegan. Yeah, that's this is something that he did in DC. Yeah. So
1: when I I went to the doctor on my birthday, and
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, he You're just a glutton for punishment, dude. He
1: was looking at my blood work. I thought there were a few things that. Could be a problem. And he said, not really. Mm. And what he said was, it was just like cholesterol. Okay. And he was like, yeah, you make a few changes. These will be fine. I'm not worried about it. He said, you know, you know, when you're eating meat, just take the less fatty option. Instead of 80-20, do 93-7, stuff like that. Interesting. And I was like, okay, yeah, that'll that'll help my bad cholesterol. What do I do after the doctor? I ate the burger that Liz picked me up for lunch. Eat <laughs> 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 this big greasy burger after he tells me to quit eating meat. Nice. Well, gre- fatty, yeah, fatty meat. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's let's breeze through these trades. Uh, we're looking at on on the twenty fourth. So literally, like as as things open up, the Florida Panthers acquire. Well, we've got
1: some some pre. Oh, I'm freeze. sorry. Yeah. We'll go to the bottom.
0: Yeah, my bad. You have this all. Oh wait, I'm sorry. It wasn't as things open up, but uh, v- Vancouver acquires forward Jason Dixon from the Stars in exchange for a third rounder in the 2021. Uh, San Jose gets a goaltender Alden Adden Hill from the Yotes in exchange for another goalie, Yosef uh, Kroner, and a second round pick in the 2022 draft. Interesting. That's an in, that's, uh, that's interesting. This the the sharks have needed a goalie. They have they have that you, that, that perks the ears up It bit. does.
1: You know, maybe they're going to let you know buy out Jones.
0: Yeah, or yeah, yeah, for walk. Or sure. let him walk. I don't, I don't let him know it is. Yeah, right. Uh, absolutely. Um the Leafs get Jared McCann from Pittsburgh in exchange for Philip Hollander and a 7th round pick. And then McCann gets picked yeah. up by, uh, so that's a bit of a backdoor, back back channel deal, you would say. It was a um, little
1: little three D chess coming yeah. from Pittsburgh.
0: I mean, fuck you, Pittsburgh! I hope it I hope it blows up in your face. But then
1: also Toronto, you know, they I don't know anything about this Philip Hollander guy, but basically they didn't give away any important piece,
0: right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, watch Hollander come in and start like scoring like 50 goals or something.
1: Yeah, he'll be the next like fucking, I don't even, uh, I'm trying to think, like Teddy Gunson. Bluger or something.
0: Uh, Bluger, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rangers get Barclay Goudreau from Tampa Bay in exchange for a seventh-round pick in the 2022 draft. The Rangers are getting, are, are just Edging closer to the win now, like they're ready to push. I think they're gonna win. they're gonna they're gonna make the playoffs next year.
1: Oh, I completely agree. Uh,
0: the Knights acquire forward Brett Howden from the Rangers in exchange for defenseman Nick DeSimone and a fourth round pick in the twenty twenty two draft. I mean, you know, the Rangers are just getting it, man. Philadelphia gets Ryan Ellis in exchange for. Philip Myers, and Nolan Patrick.
1: Which didn't last long.
0: Right. We'll get to that. Vegas Knights acquire Nolan Patrick from the Preds in exchange for Cody Glass.
1: That's a former Penguin, right? Cody Glass. Yeah. Ryan Ellis. There was a headline. I didn't click on the article, but it said, Mm. Ryan Ellis recovering from the shock of being traded. Yeah.
0: Uh, I... And I think we'll get into this later, but, you know, the Flyers gave up Ghost. I mean, the Flyers are retooling hard. I think that they've kind of woken up and said, like, this is bullshit. Like, we should be better. Um, I think
1: they're retooling, and I think Nashville is giving off rebuilding vibes.
0: Yeah, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, The Yotes... Acquire Andrew Ladd, a second-round pick in the 2021 draft, and a conditional second-round pick in the 2022 draft, and a conditional third-round pick uh, in the 2023 draft for or uh, from the Islanders. So,
1: yeah, I don't even know what they're getting in exchange for that.
0: Really? Yeah. What was that trade? All right. Well, weird. Uh, I may, I may not have copied the entire paragraph. Nice job, Polly. Thanks. Anyways, Detroit Red Wings acquire a goalie. Now, this is big, I think, for the Wings. They get uh, Ned Levick Levick from the Canes in exchange for Bernier or Jonathan Bernier. 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 Bernier, uh, And a third round pick in the 21 draft. So, that is a huge improvement for their wings. Oh like yeah. right now. Um interesting to see that Carolina thinks they have a glut of of goaltending.
1: They must really have
0: faith in Morassic. I like Morazzic a lot. Yeah. And I always have. He just has never been able to put it all together for longevity, like a whole season in playoffs.
1: When I think Bernier is a very capable backup.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Uh, but for the third, like, that sweetened the deal? Interesting. Um, the Yotes get Shane Gostabier a second-round pick and a seventh uh, in, from the Flyers in exchange for future considerations. What the fuck? I mean, the, so so here's the crazy thing about the Flyers, right? They give up a no-name in the Seattle draft, right? And they get Ellis. So this seems like just... A get something for Ghost because he's had a couple of shit seasons, yeah. Or at least in their eyes, has had a couple of shit mm-hmm. seasons, and uh, just clear that space for Ellis.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm guessing Arizona was preparing to get rid of Ekman Larson, which we'll get to. Right, right, and, and, and that's and why they the, got him.
0: The crazy webs that are woven in this, uh, you know, are next level. Again, the Flyers are on the map. Here, they acquire Rasmus Ristolainen in exchange for defenseman Robert Hag, uh, in a, a 2021 1st round pick and a twenty twenty three second round pick. That's a that's a hefty price to pay. I mean, the Flyers are just selling. They they need a team now. They they must feel something.
1: The Flyers are managing the way. I used to play Madden. <laughs> like, just just destroying and rebuilding the yeah, roster.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Rasmus versus the line-in, he's a defenseman, right? Yeah. Big guy, but, like, not that great of a defenseman in himself. Uh, I mean, he's all right. I think... Serviceable? I think they're putting a little more value on him
1: than he has.
0: I mean, they gave a PAG, who's like a, what, a third pairing, and, and a first, and a second? Whoa! <laughs> I'm just so happy the Caps are not in the Philadelphia's position right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Blues acquire Pavel Buchnevich from the Rangers in exchange for Sammy Blyce and a second-round pick. I think this is a... This is a move to get size and grit. Uh oh. Yeah. I, for I, him. Do, I do, man. I think that last season, uh, and, you know, Andy Hammond and James uh, Whalen from the Broadway Boys podcast and the Hockey Podcast Network, they're always talking about, it, you know, like, well, yeah, I mean, this is why Panarin. I mean,. You know, first of all, they led with Tom Wilson's a piece of shit. You know, I understand their butt hurt from that. uh, Because not only did their organization get beat up by Tom Wilson, they also just took, like, several L's right after. But they didn't have anybody on the ice that could even handle Wilson.
1: No. He had one fight in that next game, and he just pummeled him.
0: Yeah, right. And not to say Sammy Blyce is some sort of, like... You know, pugilist here, but at the same time, like, I, I, he's a little bit bigger. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting stuff. The Canucks acquire defenseman Oliver Ekman Larson and forward Connor Garland. That, uh, dude, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, it That's is. huge. Uh, from the Yotes in exchange for forwards, Louis Erickson didn't even know he, he played in the NHL still. I mean, Dude's got to be on his last leg. I mean, he's he's serviceable, don't get me wrong, but a veteran for sure. Along with (sighs) Caps' favorite, he's got my jersey. My jersey's right here for him. Jay Beagle and Anton Rizal, and a first round pick, ninth overall in the 21 draft, a second round pick in the 2022 draft, and a seventh round pick in the 23 draft. I, uh, the, again, the Canucks making moves. I think Oliver ekman Larsons and Connor Garland... Connor Garland's young.
1: Yeah, and he's good.
0: Really good. They may be looking to build a franchise around that kid. Well, This is like that type of move, right?
1: Him and then Quinn Hughes. Right. Pedersen. Or yeah. Peterson.
0: Yeah, Pedersen. Or, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they got yeah.
1: a lot of young talent.
0: Right. So... Hey, they're positioned, and they were on the cusp this year. Who knows? The Columbus Blue Jackets acquired defenseman Jake Bean from Carolina in exchange for a second round pick in the uh, 21 draft originally acquired from Chicago. So that's number 44 uh, and part of the Seth Jones move.
1: Which will is next.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we're really burying the lead here, Polly. We need to organize these better. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jake Bean, from what I hear, is highly touted. So good for him. Uh, I don't. I mean, Carolina has this glut of young talent. Anyways, they've been low key developing really well. Uh, interesting to see that they're just getting picks here. So, but we'll move on. The Blackhawks acquire Seth Jones, a first round pick, number thirty two. Originally from the Lightning and a sixth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft from the Jackets in exchange for Adam Boquist and a first round and second round selection at the 2120, uh, error 21 in entry level draft or sorry, NHL draft. Uh, it looks like they're trying to fill that gap that Duncan Keith is left, yeah. And it's interesting because Seth Jones is not exactly he's bigger. He's not exactly, like, a punishing fo- uh, defenseman.
1: Yeah, he's very offensive.
0: Yeah, and I think that they're kind of looking for that.
1: Yeah, you know, I wonder what it's got to feel like. Seth Jones was a possible first overall, first overall pick. Right. He dropped to, like, third or fourth with Nashville. Right. Um, I think the Avalanche passed him up a couple other teams. And since then, he's been traded twice. Right. Right. And it's it's not like he hasn't delivered. So I just wonder why he keeps getting moved.
0: Well, you know, the stats darlings are not high on him. And we talked to Jay Fresh in the past, and he said, oh, well, you know, Seth Jones isn't that good. But who knows? He's, I test, very good. Yeah. Right? The L.A. Kings acquire Braden Burke, Tyler Steenberg from Arizona in exchange for defenseman Colton Holtz. Uh, and forward Boko Bokosian, uh, Amama. I have no idea who those people are. So yeah, <laughs> Philadelphia back on the map acquired forward Cam Atkinson from the Blue Jackets in exchange for Jacob Voracek. That's big.
1: It's a very big trade.
0: Uh, Voracek's good, man, and but i just think he's just wore out. Wore out is welcome, and he's
1: highly paid.
0: Right, exactly. So this is like a money move along with getting Cam Atkinson. Cam's, I, uh, from what I saw, I was pumped, wearing the gritty shirt. Big stuff. And then finally, Florida Panthers get Sam Reinhart from Buffalo in exchange for a twenty uh, a 22 first-round pick and goaltender Devin Levy. So apparently they're loading up as well. They I think that the Panthers probably think we just need like one or two missing pieces for, and to, to get over the hump. Uh, well,
1: and they just bought out Keith Handel.
0: Right, exactly. So, so they got a little bit of money to spend.
1: They got money to spend and a defensive spot that needs filled.
0: Right. Uh, well, Caps fans, listen. I mean, this has been a long epi uh, as of recent. We're going to cut it off here, but look forward to an insane offseason. I think that the – I mean, we just saw a lot of – we just went over a bunch of big names moving in, in big ways. So – Who knows what's in store? Uh, It's definitely a shit show.
1: Yeah, so our next episode Thursday, we're going to talk about the Capitals. One thing before we call it, it's very possible, so free agency opens Wednesday, Mm -hmm. it is very possible that Ovechkin will be signed before Wednesday and very much possible before our next episode drops.
0: And it looks like, what, three or four at $10 million That's initial reports. I think that's team-friendly, to be completely honest. It's $1 million over the cap that we have right now. We can make that move. And he'll be turning 36, right?
1: Right. So that carries him to 40. Right. I like it. Me too. But hopefully, uh, you know, check our Twitter. If we see it, we'll be talking about it.
0: Absolutely. Caps fans, in the meantime, have a great week. Tune in to our talk where we get a little bit more into the actual draft on uh, the NHL draft for the for the Caps on Thursday. If you like the podcast, give us a rating, five stars.
1: Five stars only.
0: And until next time, take care. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Turn Podcast, repping the greatest team in Joe. Follow me, The Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes,
1: at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
0: And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Podnet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network every team everywhere check them out oh we're not friends anymore